0: Welcome to Radio Plasma, space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are on Apple Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Today, our session is Undisclosed Holyoke. This is an important collaboration that is intended to bring stories to share experiences and to get connected through the knowledge of people who have been living here for a long time and also for people who are newcomers to the city to the paper city so this is a collaboration between holic media radio plasma and gateway city arts which is the venue and the place where this event, Undisclosed Holyoke, will be taking place. And that's the reason why today we have Kate Simpson as our guest and the organizer, the mastermind behind Undisclosed <laughs> Holyoke. Kate, welcome.
1: Thank you, Johans. Thanks nice to be here again.
0: So how this idea came up to be?
1: Um, so this came about you know, a few months ago. There's a lot of great storytelling events in the Valley, there's a lot of great um, performance art events. But something that I really wanted to represent that I thought would be something really cool to bring to Gateway and that you know all the organizers there have been on board with was this idea of not just Holyoke, but a focus on Holyoke. Um, how can we gather all of these experiences of all of these different diverse people in, in many ways and, and get them to feel like they're willing to share that in a way that then helps us move forward with understanding. And um, you know, I think presenting undisclosed as an opportunity to tell an anonymous story gives people a chance to really tell the truth about their experiences, whether it's just a funny story about um, something they remember happening at the Holy Oak Mall when they were little, or if it's something really that shaped their identity, about growing up here. And I think, like anywhere, Holyoke is full of drastically different experiences. And I think in order to start understanding each other and moving forward with understanding, I think these kind of events are really helpful to that. So that's what we're hoping comes about from it.
0: So when we're talking about sharing stories, and sometimes the stories could have, yeah, parts that could be dramatic, that could be tragic, that could be eye-openers, but also that could be really fun and compelling because I'm just thinking, a city with a population of 40,000 people, it might not be as big as other cities in the valley, in population and in size, but like you said, Holyoke has so many different scenarios that are the perfect place for so many different stories. We could have the inspiration for TV series, for movies, Absolutely. for books, based on the different areas of the city and their interactions, which is, in a way, this idea of bringing together a little bit of that and, and actually realize how much of this interconnection is has been there forever.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and I think you know where we're, where we're sitting right now is a perfect example of that. We're in one of these beautiful old mill buildings on this street. And I think that's really representative of what I hope comes out of this. A lot of these buildings, you can honor the history and learn from the history and then build on that without taking away from it, which is part of, I think, of what's being you know reimagined in Holyoke right now. I didn't grow up in Holyoke, but um, I went to school initially at Holyoke Community College. And for me, as a musician and an artist in this area, that is literally some of the most like pivotal memories that have shaped what's come about. So I think that even in Western Mass, Holyoke is such a central place for people's memories and experiences, even if you don't have, you know, if you weren't born here or you didn't grow up here.
0: When we talk about the events happening around stories, most of them are for entertainment purposes. And of course, this one has entertainment included, as it is, but also I see there are Other possibilities, there is potential for so many different goals. What are some of those goals that you see as an outcome of Undisclosed Holyoke?
1: You know, my hope is that, well, first of all, that we can gather a bunch of stories from different types of people, you know, whatever that means. People that grew up in Holyoke, people that have passed through Holyoke, people with different backgrounds. Um, You know, there's huge populations of different communities in this area. But I also hope that the day of the event we get, all of those different types of people in the door, and and they realize that even though maybe there's different ways of telling these stories, there's a lot in common, you know, that Holyoke is something that we all have in common. And even if that means something different to you, I think that there's a gap that can be bridged by sharing your story and choosing to listen to other stories and be open to them. there's so much growth happening here with so many different organizations, um, with uh, you know, with everything, and I think there's a lot of community members that are really working together to feed Holyoke in the way that it wants to be fed, you know, and really support every community here. And I think there's also a lot of misunderstanding about where people are coming from and what they want to see out of this city. So I think this is a chance to really, get people on the same page in a sort. Not that I think that one-day event is the end-all be-all of understanding in a community, but I think that it's a door that could open to start more conversations. That's what my hope is. And, you know, we're gonna, we're taking submissions in so many different ways. People can send in, if if you've ever heard of Post Secret, Mm -hmm. um, which was a really cool project that ended up you know, creating a bunch of books Books. where people sent in anonymous postcards that were really artfully designed. And some of them were similar to this, like very heartbreaking stories. And some of them were just like hilarious secrets that they never could tell. And that was part of the inspiration for this. So, you know, if people wanna submit really creative pieces like that, that's great. They can send it to us at 92 Ray Street, Holyoke, Mass. But there's also a submission form online if they just wanna quickly send it in. And then there's Dropboxes at Forbes Library in Northampton and at the HCC Library. So the whole idea is that by making it anonymous, you feel comfortable to fully share. But we also welcome stories if you wanna write your name on the bottom, that's totally fine, Um, but yeah.
0: And actually expanding that possibility because yeah, the postcards format, that ended up becoming books and yes, a website as well it showed that a medium is perfect a perfect way for something that is so intimate. But right now, thanks to all the expansion that the different multimedia platforms we have allows us to get those interconnections to work the same way, Mm -hmm. is not only the submission through letters or postcards there are possibilities for folks interested on sharing their stories to actually have it recorded on audio, and that's why we are also inviting anyone who wants to share their story still being anonymous. The audio is a perfect way. You can just utilize your voice, and even that can be, in a way, masked in, in case you want to make sure your anonymity remains, or if you are open and willing to share completely in the open of who you are, anything that you feel is worth of sharing, we have that option as well, so we can do it as a video. Yeah, yeah. Same thing as we're doing today in this session, which is a combination of all of these mediums, the audio, the web presence, the video, so that way you can actually see, listen, and read, and experience what sharing a story is and how these interactions take place almost like if we are face to face even though sometimes we have to rely on different mediums and technology for that purpose but that is great that is one of the biggest advantages we have right now when we are in a community then even though it's small and yes a little bit divided but we are so interconnected and we have so many ways to make it work
1: absolutely yeah and i mean one of my visions for this show utilizing those mediums is Um, Something I'm committed to is that every single story that's submitted, as long as the intention isn't harmful or derogatory, will be shared. So we're gonna create an art gallery out of the physical submissions, and I I think we've talked about this, Johan, this idea of the audio playing as people walk through this. So you're seeing stories, and you're hearing stories, and you're taking in all these experiences, and we hope that people will submit stories and in whatever language they choose to. Um, This place, Holyoke, and I mean America, is full of diverse cultures. And I think that that's really representative of that and totally welcome. We also will have a slideshow running all day so that if people's stories aren't performed, because there will be story performances, there will be an art gallery, there will be a slideshow so that every single story that's submitted will be shared throughout the day and people can read it. But, yeah, that's part of what it's going to look like.
0: So the participation for Undisclosed Holyoke is open to everybody. It could be anyone from any age, Mm -hmm. any language also. Yeah. And I feel it will be made possible, all the effort to make it accessible as well for everybody to get to understand. So if we have a story in Spanish, make sure that it is accessible for English speakers to understand it. Same thing for other languages. I'm thinking Polish, I'm thinking Russian, I'm thinking any of the different languages that are represented and that they have presence in Holyoke and also in the Valley that we we are all part of the same community. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, and I do think um, GCA has been looking for a while. That's something that we really think is important is that our posts and our content is translated and accessible. It's something that we've had trouble with. So in the vein of this also, like, I did want to make it known that if there is somebody who is interested in volunteering and helping with minimum posts and translating, you know, we're able to get you into concerts for free, and there's other perks that we could talk about, but we're always looking for help like that um, and conversations like that, so.
0: So Undisclosed Holyoke will take place on September 29th. Yeah,
1: well, actually, first, Wastrous Racist has their Harvest Festival, Mm -hmm. and that goes all day, and that ends at four, and our event then starts at four, so we're trying to encourage people in the community to take this day as a really great Holyoke day and enjoy both events and support both of these organizations, um, but yeah, sorry I didn't mean to cut you off.
0: No, that's that's perfect, and and that shows the interconnection between organizations and communities, having different events happening and finding that way of coexist and actually interconnect. So yes, the Harvest Festival and then afterwards on this close Holyoke, the City Arts, pretty much in a short distance, yeah. and two opens that are open for the community in general, that actually could bring a lot of possibilities for those stories to be shared, even if you don't have anything that you could think it will be worth of sharing. Maybe sometimes during the the event itself, it could be something you can figure out, oh, what if?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think, um, You know, another vision for this project that we've talked about a little bit is there is a huge focus on sharing stories, nostalgia, things like that. But there also is an opportunity for organizations in the area to table the event. Um, And then a portion of the, not necessarily performance, but a portion of the event is that those organizations then have a chance to present on the future. Once we've reflected on the past and our present, um, you know, any innovative ideas or you know they're allowed to share their passions for this space then after that so that's another part of this event that i think is important
0: and also think about the potential of showcasing those stories that talk about people family values experiences history legacy and the future all together in the voices and experiences of the people from Holyoke, or people that have Holyoke as their scenario for their life. It could be professional, could be academic, could be personal, could be incidental, mm-hmm. the place to hang out, the place that you have to stop by going from home to work or on the way back. And all of those stories have a meaning, and all of those have a value. That's the idea of Undisclosed Holyoke, to bring those stories to the forefront and enjoy of them together and appreciate what we have, where we are, and who we are.
1: Absolutely, I think um, there's narratives about Holyoke that are generally um, you know, put out by people who aren't actually those living in Holyoke, experiencing Holyoke, and I think this is a chance for people um, who really love Holyoke and see the ways that Holyoke is constantly growing and the ways that Holyoke really does thrive, I think this is another chance to kind of help control that narrative. Because oftentimes when we hear things about Holyoke or other parts of the valley that are negative, it's not coming from people that are actually here experiencing those stories as they're, you know, being carried out. So
0: yeah, the combination between perception and assumption without information is what leads to this misunderstandings. And yeah, those are narratives we need to know, we need to learn, so that way we can bring the stories Absolutely. and that content as a way to balance it out and, and, and bring more, a better understanding of what is happening here. And even if not, like you said, in a single session, but to start getting to understand the whys and how can we move forward from whatever situations we have that are not the best yet.
1: Yeah, and we hope to archive this. Um, we're still figuring out how that's gonna work, whether it's a book that grows over the years that we donate to the Holyoke Library or you know, in combination with that, some kind of online presence that people can always access this. But this is something that we would hope as the years go by we can build upon and that we can reference um, and learn from and, and really, like you were talking about, legacy. Some of the stories that have been submitted, one of the people that submitted went around to nursing homes and talked to residents that grew up here. And there's just like little snippets of memories of these people that through this project we hope will always exist, that people can access and go read about. And you know, so this is a long process that we hope people get on board with sharing with us.
0: So Undisclosed Holyoke happening September 29th at the Gateway City Arts, But in order to make possible this sharing of stories, knowledge, and experiences, right now the invitation is open for everybody to share a story. And there are different ways. You can send your story to Gateway City Art. You can contact us through Radioplasma on radioplasma.com and also through Holyoke Media at holyokemedia.org. That way, if you feel there is a specific way you want to share your story could be in reading could be in audio could be in video we can make sure that we got your story and we can share it
1: yeah absolutely Uh, you can also if you go to gateway city arts website in addition to those you can submit online and you can also email me kate c-a-i-t at gatewaycityarts.com
0: so we we will continue talking about Undisclosed Holyoke as the date approaches and actually share a little bit of stories we already have and this I feel it will be another way to incentivate that idea for people to share because I know sometimes and I see it for example with the youth that we're working here in the, in the studio sometimes it just takes two of them two brave hearts to Stand in front of the microphone and either perform or talk or propose a topic to discuss, and then everybody follows.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I
0: feel we can, we can pretty much do the same dynamic because that also gives ideas for people to see that sometimes even those things you may feel, oh, who wants to know about that? Yeah, we do. We absolutely. want to know about that.
1: Yeah, and I think um, sometimes we've, we forget how many shared experiences we have. And how a light really might go off if somebody hears something from you, you know? So I think that's great. Um, and we invite you to share your stories. We're really looking forward to sharing them and hearing
0: them. You're listening, Radio Plasma, And we want to listen to your feedback. Let us know your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, comments, requests, people or matters that you would like to hear about in this space. You can contact us on our website, radioplasma.com, and through our social media channels. Twitter, Radioplasma Lab, and Facebook.com slash Radioplasma.
1: So, um, I'll be reading a couple of our submissions for Undisclosed Holyoke. There's no fear like a fear of heights. I have specific memories of hugging the opposite wall of the top floor walkways of the Holyoke Mall to escape the insured plummeting to the bottom that walking along the glass barriers was sure to bring, even though my head didn't even reach over the top of the wooden banister. Um, and then these stories were submitted by Chris Tucker. He went around and talked to Holyoke residents who grew up in Holyoke. This is story number four two former Holyoke residents that our sisters remember the 1971 Holyoke High Prom. It was at the Mount Tom Ballroom around 8 p.m. One sister was on the prom committee. People worked to set it up. They made sure Mountain Park gates were locked. There was a gas leak and two people went down to see what had happened, but they had had a match or a candle so the gas blew up. When it blew up, one sister was sitting on a swing inside getting the picture taken. Floor rippled and got pushed into the stage. A fire started and they all went out, but the fences were locked so they had to wait. Her boyfriend brought injured people out to safety. He was on the front page of the paper not too long after that. When the sisters got home, their dad offered a drink to calm them down. The wife was shocked. The sisters ended up having the drink. After that, the city of Holyoke offered a prom to the students with free, t- <laughs> with free tuxedos.
0: Kate, thank you so much for for this idea and for allowing Radioplasma and Holic Media to be part of this project. I feel this collaboration is another way to show how much we have in the city and how much of that openness and looking for that diversity to be felt and present. is another way with this project to to make a statement about what holyoke is
1: absolutely and thank you guys for being on board um i think that that's really important for the future of any city see how much we can work together so we appreciate you
0: and also we want to thank scott mcpherson from holyoke media who is also here in the studio making sure this session is being captured in a visual presence so this is One of those sessions that is everything together. Podcast, uh, video, feature, and of course, this invitation for everybody to be part of Undisclosed Holyoke. September 29th, Gateway City Arts in 92 Ray Street, Holyoke, Massachusetts. Kate, thank you so much for being here. And we look forward to continue updating about Undisclosed Holyoke.
1: Absolutely, thank you, Johan.
0: So this is our session about Undisclosed Holyoke here on Radio Plasma. I want to thank, again, Scott McPherson from Holyoke Media for being here with us and capturing the video for this session that has been produced and recorded here on the Plasma Media Lab in the Gendara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening.